Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 492 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Ruth, who is our total organist student. She wrote, I wonder what are the best ways for teaching new hymns? I'm also the pastor, so I've had some choice in the hymns. I wonder though how others teach new hymns and which ones have been loved by your congregations. Have some choices been a surprise? I guess it would be wonderful for our community to jump in and leave some feedback about hymns, how they teach new hymns and and uh, and uh, what uh, their communities, congregations uh, love the most? I think this is in general a very important question and you know, I think it, it touches many of you know, church musicians because it's, it's you know, an issue number one about you know, how to choose hymns, how to sing hymns, how to teach new hymns. Mm-hmm. I I had an experience in teaching new hymns at our St. John's Church, but long time ago when I was, re- when we were both regular organists. Yes. You you would play the organ. True, and you would conduct mm-hmm. congregation from downstairs. It's a two two person work then, like a teamwork. But if you know you don't have such a large church building as. As our sense at St. John's, and maybe you have some sort of keyboard, you know, downstairs. You could use it. I think that would be an ideal way. Maybe, you know, your organ is upstairs, but maybe piano is downstairs. Yes, and piano maybe is in the visible place where people could see you. Some place um, you could even move the piano closer to the center during that rehearsal. I just had uh, this podcast conversation with Andrea Spahn, organist from uh, Germany. He is a church musician. Uh, but um, uh, as I understood, he uh, has these uh, organ uh, or choir rehearsals with, with the congregation, but uh, they are not long. They are just... Uh, 
three or five minutes long before the service starts. I, I thought uh, why they are why he is doing them so short. Why not 15 minutes? You know, like we would do. We we would do. It appears that people are uh, gathering at the church at the last moment, and there there are no no not too many people 15 minutes before the service. Sure, time is money, so everybody is counting. Everybody is making money on Sunday morning. Well, yeah. We hopefully, this approach is really applicable for for a lot of situations. Not only for new hymns, but maybe old hymns that have been forgotten and needs to be need to be resurrected. Uh, how would you, Osha, conduct this uh, rehearsal if you had to choose? Well, I would, you know, just go through each line. How many hymns? Well, I think for such a rehearsal you may do only one hymn. So basically, if you know you are leading a service, I would not choose all the new hymns. You can only introduce one new hymn per service. Why not two? It might be too difficult. Too much new information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you're, you're right. Does it matter where this new hymn comes in the service? In the in the beginning, middle, end? I don't think. It's so important. Mm-hmm. But of course, if you just rehearse it before rehearsal, then it would be ideal if it would be an opening hymn. Right from, you know, the rehearsal to performance. Uh-huh. Uh, is it okay if I did uh, a rehearsal when I first uh, sang the first verse and then ask them to repeat uh, uh, phrase by phrase, line by yes, line? Yes, I think it's nice. It should work. But I think it's also important that you would sing all verses, you know, that you are intending to sing during the service mm -hmm. because for me the biggest problem is to do the second the third and the other verses because uh, usually what you have you know in in some hymnals at least in Lithuania that you have the first verse written underneath of the score and it's very convenient because you see you know music and words together but other verses, we are written below the, mm -hmm. the page, after you know, the score is finished. So it's not so comfortable you know, to, to, to do it, because you have to still look at the music, especially if you are accompanying yourself, and you know, then to be able to follow the words. Mm -hmm. You're right. Uh, uh, I think in Western hymnals, they have like uh, three or four verses written in under the notes. But still, it's not as comfortable to see them, to you know, to follow them as you know, the first mm -hmm. verse. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So, so basically, uh, go through each verse, and then this melody will sing 
uh, by itself, probably into their memory. True. Plus, you know, I think uh, a lot of success also depends on, you know, the meter of the hymn. If it has, like, a regular meter, you know, strong beats in every measure, then it makes life easier. But, you know, if you will choose something based on, let's say, Gregorian chant, or, you know, sort of model also based on modes, that might not be as easy, you know, to sing for a congregation. Because I think rhythm is crucial for congregational singing. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest maybe, you know, just to avoid such hymns. I think this, this might work too. You also need to include your choir into your rehearsals. That would, might be a big help for you and for congregation. And I remember that it, you, what else you could do, of course, you know, choir might you know, show an example of that unfamiliar hymn for congregation. But later on during service, you might you know, spread your choir throughout the congregation. Let's say you have 20 members of choir members and you, know, you have, I don't know, 100 rows in the church. You, you might you know, divide your choir members between those rows that we would help you know, congregation to sing better. Mm -hmm. I think my, this might work too. This is really a clever idea and it's been done before and uh, usually congregation feels more confident when there are people around them singing with confidence. So you might try that as well. Do uh, choir members have to be dressed like civilians or, or in robes? I don't think it's so important. It's no up to the tradition, so... Concealed. They have to conceal themselves. Not necessarily, I think. <laughs> if, if they are members of the congregation, people will recognize them anyway. But anyway, I think it's a wise you know, solution to to listen to the service from you know downstairs, even for you know an organist or you know music director, because that way you might you know notice you know and listen to uh, members of your congregation that sing very well, and that might be a possibility to choose new num members of a choir. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Good idea. Okay, guys, uh, we hope this was useful to you. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for your SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and then I read your instructions. 
I try to imagine you are worth teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida Santosha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.